Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis. We're chapter 4, verses 23 through 26, which reads, Then Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice. Wives of Lamech, listen to my speech. For I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. For God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed, and as for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. That's Genesis chapter 4, verses 23 through 26. Today we conclude our study of Genesis chapter 4. As we come to the end of this chapter, we notice the contrast continues. In the first two verses of today's passage, we are availed to the Song of Lamech, which is not a song of faith in the God of the Bible. Then in the final two verses of today's passage, we have the birth of Seth to Adam and to Eve. And Seth will take off where his brother Abel left off, believing in and being defined by the God of the Bible. In verses 23 and 24 of today's passage, we read, Then Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, wives of Lamech. Listen to my speech. For I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. These verses from Lamech were put into poetic form. They represent an early song, a kind of a taunt from Lamech, in which he was justifying his violence. This song was a boast from Lamech to his wives, clearly pointing out his arrogance. In this song, Lamech points out that if God avenged Cain sevenfold, for taking the life of his brother without any justification whatsoever, then surely he would be avenged 77-fold for having acted in self-defense. In this rant, rebellious Lamech justifies the violence he exacted upon one who tried to take his life. As Lamech's culture had technological advances which produce comforts and luxuries, so we, in America, have the same today. And we also have the same declining culture. In addition, in Lamech's culture, the state was substituting the role of the family, just as we see in America today. In Lamech's culture, there was an increasing tolerance for sexual excess. 
And finally, in Lamech's culture, the passionate vindication of violence on the grounds of the protection of rights was at an all-time high. All of this was caused by man's refusal to be defined by the God of the Bible. Interestingly, the Bible is the only testimony we have about life on this planet before the flood. And the testimony of Scripture about the original man is that man was created in God's image, that he was astonishingly intelligent, that he was amazingly creative, and that he was quite resourceful. The testimony of the Scripture bears forth that man, before the flood, was healthy to the degree that they lived for as long as 900 plus years, as we see in this chapter. The idea that they were like cavemen and were not intelligent just is not true. Lamech demonstrated some of the most refined craft in language in his poetry here. Real poetry is the highest level of language. Lamech was not a grunting Neanderthal. Here, his poetry was very sophisticated, and Lamech demonstrated it quite well in these two verses. In verses 25 and 26 of today's passage, we read, And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. She said, For God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. In contrast to the previous verses in this chapter, there's nothing about human accomplishments mentioned here in the line of Seth. What we are introduced to in these two verses is the worship of the God of the Bible. The emphasis is as it was because the descendants of Cain did not practice the presence of God in their lives, whereas the descendants of Abel did, and they were defined by God, and they were quick to give him all the glory and all the honor. The words then men began to call upon the name of the Lord is the oldest reference to worship of the God of the Bible. Man didn't start out with some primitive religion and evolve to a higher, sophisticated form of religion. Man started with the true, pure worship of the one true living God. Seth's name means appointed. Adam and Eve named Seth accordingly because God had appointed another son to take the place of Abel. When the man of faith is taken out of the world, God's work does not end. God just raises up another man of faith. The name of Seth's son was Enosh, which means mortal. 
in the middle of that godless civilization, with its proud refusal to recognize its maker, God was subtly at work. All the way through the scriptures, we see this scenario played out over and over. And if we look closely enough, we'll see it all around us today. With the birth of Seth, Eve did something quite interesting. She refers to God as Elohim, not Yahweh. This was odd because Yahweh is the relational name of God. But now in the hour of Eve's mourning, the fact that God had not yet given her the Savior, whom he promised back in chapter 3, it seemed to her that God was far removed. Perhaps this was a sign that Eve had lost a bit of the hope that she once had. Perhaps this was a sign that to Eve, God seemed far away and not truly involved in her day-to-day life. It is easy for any of us to get to that point. But if we give God enough time, we will begin to see the tapestry that he is making of our lives today. At the end of verse 26, we read the words, Men began to call upon the name of the Lord. This is the first mention of people calling on the name of the Lord in the Bible. That which saves anyone is that we call upon the name of the Lord. Just when it appeared that all hope was lost, the relational covenant name of God appears again. Here, the name of God that is used is not Elohim. It is Yahweh. These who called upon the name of the Lord worshipped the God of the Bible by praying, by proclaiming his word, by being defined by his word, and by praising him. They knew their God as their creator. And they also knew him as the Lord of grace, forgiveness, mercy, and hope. They knew him to be the God who works in the details of all of our lives, painting a picture that would make sense and that would bring him glory. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.